right, welcome back to the Block Ash Podcast, episode 231. Uh, Saruchi, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, so much I want to talk to you about. Very excited to talk about Giant Protocol in a lot more detail and get to really understand and know what you guys are doing. Before Absolutely. we do so, um, I'm sure the audience would love to learn more about you, um, who you are, what your story is, how you got into the space, how you got to Giant Protocol. So give us a little bit about about you. Sure. Um, absolutely. So, you know, my name is Suruchi Gupta. I'm the founder and CEO at Giant. And I'm originally from uh, India. I was actually born and brought up in Mumbai. And, you know, since a young age, I was really, I was really fascinated with this Tata group, which is essentially, you know, a $100 billion conglomerate out of India that actually distributes 70% profits back to the community every single year. So as a child, that really inspired me to, you know, build something similar where on one side, it not only generated this massive value for the world, but at the same time, it essentially lifted humanity up. And I knew that, you know, in India with lack of resources, I wouldn't necessarily be able to, you know, do that. So I hustled my way into coming to Silicon Valley, where essentially all these dreams come up, come true. And... When I got here, um, I really had no connections, no idea how to get started. So the only thing I knew was uh, how to code. So what I started doing was just really participating in all these different hackathons that were held over the weekend to validate all these different problems that I was facing that could potentially, you know, uh, become businesses. And that's really where we got this opportunity to present a precursor to Giant at one of the hackathons that was organized by uh, Tata Communications. And it literally came full circle for me where we won the hackathon. They loved the idea. They actually incubated us. And that's really how the journey began. So it, it's, it really started from very, very humble beginnings where it was, a cons it was a consumer problem that I wanted to you know solve for myself, where I didn't really love paying all these overage charges to all these telecom operators and didn't really love the fact that we have a different provider for home Wi-Fi, we have a different provider for mobile internet, we have a different provider for in-flight internet. And it's like every time we travel internationally, it's just a, the, the, whole, the whole user experience of getting connected to internet is very cumbersome and um, very you know annoying and just not as simple and seamless. And so with that idea, I pitched it at the hackathon, won the hackathon, got incubated by Tata Communications. And that's really how this journey began. And at that time, I didn't even know um, about blockchain or smart contracts. It was right. It, it was just a simple idea of really wanting to build a global open, you know, data marketplace where anyone could just buy and sell data from each other. And as I started looking into what's the best way of solving that, that's really how I stumbled upon blockchain and smart contracts. And the first time I, I learned about it, I couldn't sleep for nights in a row uh, because I was just absorbing everything I could, like Ethereum um, and you know smart contracts. I, could, I, I just saw instantly that this is the future and this is how we build it. And that's really what I wanted to be a part of. So initially, 
I did not even know what the potential impact of what we were building could be. But gradually, you know, as we started going deep and deep into everything, um, like understanding what the potential of blockchain, smart contracts and, you know, tokenization could be, that's really how this whole vision for Giant as well came about. Yeah, I can see the issue with the telecom companies. It is kind of annoying having so many different providers, um, not knowing which to pick and all those different things. And then um, that leads to so many different issues. And then there's places with lack of coverage and um, things are expensive. I, I can see blockchain really making a huge difference. And I think you can too. How have you guys imagined and are working on combining um, this existing issue with um, connectivity with, with blockchain? Absolutely. So I think, you know, the idea was really simple. It's, it's that that connectivity is already one of the world's most widely used utilities. Like, you know, there are more than 5 billion of us that collectively spend $2 trillion to access internet every single year. So the idea was, how about we just turn connectivity and the money that we already spend for connectivity into a global digital asset so that it just makes it very simple and seamless for the majority of the world to become a part of this crypto economy or this crypto revolution, essentially. And so for us, with that you know, simple idea in mind and then also the core principle of wanting to build something that was really meaningful uh, for the world and really impactful, how do, we, how do you do that? Like the idea for us was we want to build this in such a way that we bring the existing telecom operators also along as well as empower the up and coming community owned you know networks or providers as well and so we really wanted to build like uh, an aggregation layer which we call as dial which is a decentralized internet access layer where anyone from anywhere in the world can actually plug into this and become a provider themselves of connectivity as well as financial services. And any user from anywhere in the world can also get access to internet as well as financial services without being locked to any single provider. So it's so it's so it was for us that how do we really build something like that? It's by thinking about incentives, obviously, at its core, where you really create uh, incentive mechanisms in such a way that it aligns all these different stakeholders to come together to actually make this possible like make you know the make this this possibility of building a more open and inclusive internet that is owned and governed by its users actually possible how does someone go about becoming a provider in this system well um there are a couple of ways we haven't necessarily announced all of those details yet okay. but this is where um, you know for those of, of those of uh, you all that are interested feel free to check out our light paper which is on our website and familiarize yourselves in terms of how um, like what 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 are the mechanisms that we are actually designing and creating and then reach out to us on our social channels if you all are interested in you know becoming a provider and the team will be more than happy to share those details as we start rolling them. Gotcha. What about, um, how does it, what's the incentive system like? How do people 
um, when they get involved and they go through this process, how are they rewarded for being a part of the system? Sure. So the first and foremost thing for us is how do you really bring the existing people that already spend uh, money uh, for using you know, connectivity into the, into the Web3 world? And so it's very simple. So it's like simply by using internet, which is pretty much all of us that we already do, you mm -hmm. automatically start mining or really earning rewards by going by just using internet. So the way you do that is like Giant Connect is actually one of our first dApps that is powered by the Giant protocol. So by simply having access to Giant Connect dApp, you start earning these rewards that essentially uh, you can think the other way to think about it is like, you know, it's an ownership stake in this economy. Okay, got it. Um, elaborate more in detail about the consumer side of it. We talked about as a provider, but as a consumer, and then also kind of why it's beneficial for a consumer to switch over from one of these telecoms that they usually use and these providers to using Giant. Um, sure, sure. So in Giant Connect's case, really uh, what we are, what our goal over there is to actually make it the most fun easy and rewarding way to go online so it's like as we were um, as we were briefly chatting in terms of how we got even started it's like we most of us have multiple providers for getting access to internet on the ground on the plane or you know on on our mobile devices mm -hmm. and so that experience is quite fragmented cumbersome and that is why essentially it costs us a lot more than what it would otherwise if we just had one simple way to get access to internet everywhere we were. So in Giant Connect's case, we actually make that experience more fun, easy, and rewarding. So today we already support over 2000 plus airplanes globally. We support LTE coverage, which we just announced yesterday or yesterday, uh, where we expanded our LTE coverage from 45 countries to 120 countries. So in addition to the 2000 plus airplanes, users can also get access to internet in through LTE in over 120 countries. And also we support ground Wi-Fi at 68 million hotspots in 180 countries. So it's like we already have a global coverage today for anyone to get access to internet in a very uh, on-demand fashion without being locked with you know, any provider. It seems like you guys are already everywhere. That's pretty cool. And then being, how do you do that through planes? How does that work? I mean, when I go like on the plane, like my one option is like go, go Wi-Fi or something through like right. American Airlines. And it's like $20 for my two hour flight to use the Wi-Fi. How do you, how does that work exactly? I'm not really familiar with how it works on the planes and everything, but do you just partner with the planes or the airlines to do this or, or how does it work? Yeah, so just like, you know, how we have uh, providers or how we have these providers for connectivity on the ground, like we have, you know, different providers for our home Wi-Fi, we have different providers for our uh, mobile internet. Similarly, there are different providers for in-flight connectivity as well. So you already mentioned, you know, GoGo being one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so what we do over there is certainly in some cases partner directly with 
these providers or in other cases actually partner with the airlines to actually get them to you know uh, offer like let us offer connectivity on their on on their planes and so it's a combination of two uh, by virtue of which we are able to support in flight connectivity in over 2000 plus airplanes globally that's sweet jeez i want to try this out um uh, please go for it in terms of cost what does the cost differential look like compared to using a traditional provider versus using giant sure so there is cost that we uh, you know pay today and then there is cost that we envision we would be paying so essentially when we got started the first and foremost thing that we were trying to solve for is one making sure the value proposition is something that sticks with the users and what is the value proposition it's one app to get access to internet everywhere without being locked to any provider and so that was the first thing the second thing was to really make it pay as you go which has never been done before so it's like so of course we all understand that when we're talking about pay as you go it's not for everyone so it's like it is it's it's essentially if uh, you 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 got you 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 need to know how to really use it efficiently for you to get that value out of it mm-hmm. so it's like so if you are just a frequent flyer so actually uh, if you're not a frequent flyer but rather if you're an incidental flyer that is just flying once a year mm-hmm. this may not ne- you may not necessarily find this to be you know the best fit for you but if you are a frequent flyer where you 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 know are you you hate this experience of every time you go on the plane you have to buy these hourly packages and you have to keep doing that for every single airplane and every single flight it's just a very cumbersome and annoying experience and also when you do that when you buy these hourly packages after that also when you get on the plane you need those codes and the whole experience is like quite you know inconvenient for the end user so we make the experience much easier where it's like literally it's almost like uber you have the app you go on the plane and it just works so it's like so so from that standpoint it's the audience is 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 people that you know uh, want that convenience and so for that they are willing to pay for it essentially and so that's where in terms of we certainly want to be you know price competitive globally but that was not what we were starting for because the goal was to first validate the customer problem and second make sure that there was user willingness to pay for uh, that value proposition but that said now of course when you you know bring uh, tokenization into this the idea is that that it would immensely reduce the cost and actually make giant one of the cheapest options also available globally but there's time to get there so it's like um, we 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 certainly envision ourselves getting there but as of today it's not the cheapest option that we have because that's not the that's not really the value proposition does it get cheaper over time or with more users in the system on the protocol um uh what what's the end pitch long term for people to be a part of the system if they're trying to save on cost absolutely so the idea is that if you really think about every time you 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 use internet 
you're getting mm-hmm. rewarded simply for using internet now when you actually think of those reward rewards as just rebate and then you look at the cost it will be the cheapest always always if you layer that on top of that you see what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like so it's almost like see giant is it's a web3 you know ownership economy um based model right so the so the more you use the more you earn and the more you benefit from being a part of this economy early on got it um so i guess people could think of it as when you're earning by being a part of this and staying a part of the system that you're getting almost like a cash back right exactly. um in in tokens for being a part of the system exactly okay got it that makes sense is it seems very tangible um and it makes a lot of sense and i could see this being really really big at some point but how does what's your do you guys have a plan to market this to get it in front of people and really convince them because people are very brands loyal they're very picky they're very skeptical of jumping ship to something that's brand new even if it is good um so i imagine you guys got a bit of marketing to do right that is that is very true i think until now our focus was ensuring that um the value proposition is there and the mm-hmm. you know willingness to pay for it is there and not necessarily just going big on um marketing it so we are mm-hmm. just getting getting started with that and certainly there is you know a lot of work uh, for us to do over there in terms of how we can spread the word but that but at the same time i think you know what we are building is quite unique and differentiated and it's really for everyone right because all of us use internet and all of us uh, want to stay connected so by so the fact that just by using internet now we be we can become a part of this economy i'm not sure if there is anything um, like it that exists today yeah it's very unique i haven't heard of many projects like this actually it's kind of cool to combine internet broadband connectivity telecom providers to to blockchain i think it's a really cool use case and solves a big problem um what about some real world um potential use cases today like ukraine for example it's terrible what's happening there right now and they've had issues with internet and internet outages um and not being able to get access to connectivity um like normal because of what's going on is that an area like an example of a place maybe giant could help provide connectivity during a humanitarian issue absolutely i'm so glad that you brought that up and in fact you know when uh, covid had just started we had a campaign when you know the fcc had uh, encouraged encouraged businesses just to make connectivity available for everyone so that's where uh, we were you know at the forefront of it where we actually had um, created this campaign where anyone from anywhere in the world that could leverage our coverage could reach out to us through this form and we were just so humbled by uh, the amount of interest that campaign had actually gotten now we're not as big in ukraine yet which is the reason why this time around uh, we haven't been able to um, cater to you know the ukrainians but certainly see everything at giant is a social mission like we're really building a more open and inclusive internet that is owned and governed by its users so certainly being able to 
help in such uh, a humanitarian crisis is what is what is really important and very dear to us personally. Yeah, it'd be really cool to see um, some kind of use case or application applied to, you know, an issue like that. I think it's also good PR too, showing the, the breadth of coverage that you guys could have. Absolutely. Yeah. We, like I said, we just announced this yesterday. So um, I know, but the ideas are, are awesome too. There's so many potential things you could do. hundred percent. What does your guys' roadmap look like, you know, going into the rest of the year? I know you guys are just getting started. Um, but are there things in particular that you're very excited about that you want people to keep a close eye on or um, stay tuned for? Absolutely. Yeah. So we are, um, we just released, you know, our light paper. We are um, heads down, you know, building uh, the protocol and really looking forward to launching our testnet very, very soon. And so uh, following that, there would, of course, be, you know, several releases leading up to, you know, the mainnet launch. And so we would just love to hear everyone's feedback on our light paper if they get a chance to review that and uh, just support from the community in terms of, you know, as we were discussing, like people wanting to be providers, people wanting to be validators, um, people wanting to just, you know, try try the Giant Connect app out and actually experience what the user experience looks like, all of that. Where can people go now if they want to to learn more other than just the website? Do you guys have a blog? Do you have a community on like Discord or Telegram? Yes, all of that. So okay. we have a Perfect. we have a blog which is on our website. We also have um, a Discord channel, and we also have our Telegram channel, which is at Giant Protocol. Our Twitter also is at Giant Protocol. Pretty much all of our social channels are at giant protocol can people find you online as well or where can they go if they want to chat with you yes i think um the best way to connect with me would be on uh, linkedin or twitter so i i'm happy to share my linkedin url if that would be useful and my twitter is at i i a m suruchi gupta yeah I think if I'm re if I'm recalling it correctly, that's okay. We can find it. We'll we'll do our in-house investigation services and, and find your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yes, that would be great. I, I I'm not a I I don't use Twitter as much. No, no worries. Um, you guys, go follow Saruchi and check her out. Check out what they're doing at Giant Protocol and make sure to like and subscribe to the video. Saruchi, thank you for taking the time to come on the show and really expand upon what you guys are doing with this whole idea of connectivity. Um, through providers and telecom companies, internet, broadband access, and blockchain. I think it's a really important use case. I don't think it's one people talk about enough, and I think you guys are doing a huge service to the overall community by really helping push and put this on the map. Very excited about you guys to start rolling this out, and I'll be one of your first users too. I'll start using it for the podcast or something. Thank you for saying that. I love that um, you mentioned that it is certainly one of the you know really important use cases. And that's really what Giant is all about. It's, in fact, you know, an acronym for Global Internet Access Network of Telcos or Network Token, essentially. No, I didn't know that. Yes, that's that that's right. So we are really about actually building this, just decentralizing and democratizing, you know, access to internet. 
as well as financial services by tokenizing bandwidth so it's like so it's certainly a mission that is very important uh, and dear to us and that's really what gets us excited every day to you know work on this so thank you for having uh, thank you for having me brandon it was lovely chatting with you of course it was a great conversation um hope to have you on again in the future in the meantime uh take care stay healthy and maybe we'll talk soon likewise thank you